Hello, you've reached the house of unrecognized talent. Please start after the big shot. This is Get to the Point. I'm Sean Anderson. Sans Joe DeLeon. Sans Jake Fire because we are now experimenting with more content for you listeners. We'll figure out how much you like it. It'll be a trial run here, and I'll be starting it off. I want to do something a little more fun. Uh, I mean, the regular show is very fun, but something I find fun, and one of my favorite parts of the NFL offseason, well, my favorite part is free agency. And Joe's a big draft guy, and I'm a big free agency guy, so I love tracking where all the players will land, and if teams will retain them, and if that becomes a big mistake, or if that is a great decision, all of that. I love, love tracking it. So I found a an article by Nate Buda from NFLTradeRumors.com listing the 2020 NFL free agents list, and they were so kind to give us a top 100. Now, for the listeners, I will be giving... I'll probably go to about 20. Some of these are going to be big hits. Some of them will pass over. But I'll be giving you 20. First on the list here, we'll jump right in. Dak Prescott, quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. And this is one of the players on the list where it is really up for grabs. And he is very divisive between the Cowboys fans. A lot of people like him, and they say, wow, you're not going to find that many more Dak Prescotts out there. And a lot of them are saying, well, he's not a star that the star needs. He's 27, and quarterbacks now, obviously, they can play into their early 40s. We've seen that. Drew Brees is 41. He just had a stellar year. Tom Brady, 43. I think that's about the cap on it. So you're sitting at 27, you can have 10 more years of Dak Prescott with the weapons that you've developed around him, and you got like three more years of Elliott in the backfield. Amari Cooper's a stud, and uh, Randall Cobb played really well this year, and they got a whole bunch of good receivers around him. Do I think he stays in Dallas? Yes, I do. I think he stays in Dallas. I think he should stay in Dallas. They just need to find a way to get the job done on offense. And it was the first year with their new coordinator – and second years with the coordinators, and if they stay for three to five years and they're that good, then you're finally going to get yourself in a Super Bowl contention scenario. I think that Dak Prescott should stay. I think that they have built the team around him. I think that they will continue to build the team around him. They just got Mike McCarthy as a head coach. Mike McCarthy won Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Dak Prescott is an Aaron Rodgers. But I think he's better than Jason Garrett ever was. So I am happy with Brett Prescott. Now they have they have voided number two Tom Brady, voided number three Drew Brees for some reason, but number four Ryan Tannehill is who they have ranked at four. The Tennessee Titans quarterback, who is 32 years old, 
and led them into the AFC Championship game versus the Chiefs. They got walloped, but he proved himself to be someone that could take a team that is run-centered and do the job throwing the ball. Was he spectacular? No. Did he get the job done? Yes. Is he better than Dak Prescott? No. If I were the Dolphins, should I have released him? No, because he was a, he's a good quarterback. And if on the Titans, retain? Retain. I mean, he beat out Marcus Mariota. He saved their season. He took them deeper than they've ever been in the last five to ten years. Keep Tannehill. Number five, Jadavion Clowney, outside linebacker for now, the Seattle Seahawks. Only 27 also, and he came off a very good season with Seattle. Clowney should stay in Seattle if they're smart enough. I think he's a very good pass rusher. Seattle desperately needs to keep the pedal on the gas on the pass rush agenda that they have working. Clowney is still super explosive. He is dominant. Uh, Teams always have to account for him on the offensive line and with tight ends and chipping with running backs, even though they barely make a dent. But he's somebody that you definitely need to account for if you're an offense, and there aren't many players like that in the NFL. So if I'm Seattle, I'm keeping Clowney. Uh, So, so far, I'm keep, keep, keep. Now, Dallas, Amari Cooper, wide receiver, 27 years old, second year in Dallas. He had a very, very good year this year also. He also keep Cooper, and unless he's asking for outrageous Michael Thomas money that he's eventually going to get paid or DeAndre Hopkins money, you keep him because he's been very, very good in Dallas. He is he has won games for them. He has been dominant in certain games. And I think Dak trusts him, and I think that he trusts Dak also. So Cooper should stay in Dallas, but they do have, I mean, they're receiving course deep. They are not in a situation where it is a full necessity to keep Cooper. Michael Gallup was very good this year. Michael Gallup really showed everybody that he could do the job. So if Amari Cooper's asking price is right, keep him. If it is a little too extravagant, you can spare it and develop Gallup, him and Cobb. Cobb's a veteran, but I think Cooper is a very good receiver. I'd put him in my top 15 in the NFL right now, and I would keep top 15 wide receivers. Number seven, Chris Jones, defensive end for the Kansas City Chiefs. 27 years old. He has been the heartbeat of that Chiefs defensive line and that front seven for the last couple years. I know they just got Frank Clark. Frank Clark is a different kind of heartbeat. He's a little more in your face. Chris Jones is a big production guy, and I think he's just you keep these strong, strong players. And the Chiefs, when they were keeping Tom Bahali for all that time where people were speculating whether or not they should afterwards. I was for it. I mean, Tambahali still put up numbers. Sure, they weren't uh, young to to prime Tambahali numbers, but it's reflective of the Chiefs valuing 
those guys that can raise up other members of the defense. I think Chris Jones is a big part as to why Tyron Matthew has been so stellar for them this year also because he's a tone setter. Tyron Matthew's a tone setter. They have to match each other's tones. Keep Chris Jones. Um, you have to keep him. I mean, he's your heartbeat. Number eight, Byron Jones, cornerback for Dallas. Dallas facing three major free agents within this NFLTradeRumors.com top ten. Byron Jones, 27 years old. Byron Jones, very athletic corner. Byron Jones also as a strap-up corner. I mean, he was last year one of the best in the game. This year, didn't have as good of a season, but he has shown potential with corners. If you have somebody, I mean, I know, I, I don't want to compare him to Xavier Rhodes, but last year it was the Xavier Rhodes and Byron Jones show. And this year it was not the Xavier Rhodes and Byron Jones show by any means. But if you have a year where you are absolutely dominant and then the next year compared to that your average, then I'd say the third year you'll average out to a good corner. And if you're seeing that as a good corner and you don't have any other good corner prospects or someone that's going to be at least elite and surpass him, you retain him. Now, Dallas, if you have three of these guys in the top ten here like you do, out of these three, I drop Cooper. But for this I am keeping priority list just going off top. Prescott, Jones, then Cooper. But that's just me. Number nine, Brandon Scherf. Uh, Washington Redskins guard. 28 years old. With the Skins his entire career. And Scherf is... Uh, Scherf's a difficult story just from the fact that he is the most... Reliable, unreliable guard in the NFL. Now, by that I mean he is, you don't know if he's going to show up on game day uh, because of injuries, but if he does show up, you know it's going to be very little mistake heavy. Uh, he will, he, maybe he'll get a holy penalty or he'll give up a sack once every six to ten games. But other than that, I mean, you have a, a very serviceable, very good right guard that can lead the offensive line, which they desperately need. Now you're getting rid of Trent Williams because he is going to be out of there like nobody's business. Um, but it's either maybe because you're losing Trent Williams, you keep Brandon Scherf. That's just me. I, I know a lot of the Redskins faithful are really opposed to keeping him, but you don't really have an anchor on that offensive line without Scherf. You just don't. So if you have to bite that bullet, because you know Williams isn't coming back, maybe keep Scherf. Number 10, A.J. Green, wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals, 32 years old. Keep him, keep him, keep him. I know you have Tyler Boyd, and I know that you have uh, you have other you have, uh, Marvin Jones is in <laughs> Detroit, but I know that you have younger receivers. Um, what is his name? You have Auden Tate. Uh, they're all, those two are very good, but you keep A.J. Green. You keep this guy who has caused zero problems for your, your, your team. You keep him because he's a dominant, dominant wide receiver. I don't, I'm, I, he's one of the guys who has been through this injured year. He hasn't, been, he's been a little bit forgotten, but nobody has wavered on his talent level or him as a football player in general. If you have somebody that's out like that, 
and you can see the impact that he's making while he's not on the field, and you can see the respect that he's demanding or commanding when he's not on the field, then you have to keep some of those dudes. I think that A.J. Green should be higher priority free agent over Amari Cooper. That's just me. That's my take. A.J. Green right now, one of the more convincing keeps in this top 10 that I'm going through. Number 11, Yannick Ngakwe. Defensive end for the Jacksonville Jaguars, 25 years old. This is going to be his first contract. Jacksonville, keep this man. Keep him because he is productive. He is very athletic, and I don't think he's hit his prime yet. I know that uh, in 2017, he had a ridiculously good year. But he will just keep getting better. I, I think he's he's he still doesn't hit his prime. I think you take a shot with him. You give him the money. You you pay him. You keep him in Jacksonville. Try to make him a Jaguar till he's at least thirty. Because sometimes with defensive ends, they really reach their their prime. Like another Jacksonville defensive end, Calais Campbell, who was seemingly washed up in Arizona. But you pick him up uh, three years ago, and he's been a pro bowler for the last three years and an absolute force for your team. So defensive ends, sometimes they're super athletic, and they just stay super athletic. Sometimes they just keep on getting better. And Clayus Campbell and Yannick Ngakwe, they're different play styles at defensive end, but for defensive ends, sometimes they can develop a little uh, better like wine. Like Dwight Freeney in Atlanta, and Dwight Freeney later on in his career, he was still producing sacks. He still knew every little tool of the trade, and that's what you get from some of these defensive ends. Number 12, Shaq Barrett, outside linebacker for Tampa Bay, 27 years old. This isn't even a question. He had over 18 sacks this year. I think he had around 20, actually. He was phenomenal, and it is staggering that he is only number 12 on this list. I mean, you see somebody that's wreaking absolute havoc. Havoc on the defensive end. I mean, he torched everybody. Everybody that he played against. 19 and a half sacks last year. 19 and a half. Career. 2015 to 2019, 33 and a half sacks. So he is blooming now. He is in it. And maybe he doesn't get 19 and a half sacks next year. Maybe he only gets 15, but that's damn near a sack a game. You keep him. You keep him because you haven't seen a production level out of this player like that all of his career. So whatever you got going on there in Tampa Bay, it is clicking. Number 13, Eric Armstead, defensive end for the San Francisco 49ers, 26 years old. He is a stud. He is a formidable force on that defensive line. He is one of the big parts and the big reasons as to why this 49ers defense is so good and in the Super Bowl. He's a beast. And if you let him go, it, it it's... It would be disappointing to break that that front four up. Number 14, this is where it gets fun. Jameis Winston, 
quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jameis Winston, 30 touchdown, 30 interception season last year. Was it the lowest of the low or the highest of the high? It was, by definition, a mediocre season. I don't care that he led the league in yards. I don't care that he had over 30 touchdowns, which is like two touchdowns a game. He is mediocre. And you don't win with a mediocre quarterback unless you have a stellar defense. And you don't give Mike Evans and is it Goodwin or Godwin? I always get him confused. Chris Godwin. You don't give those two a mediocre quarterback. Because you saw what they did with a a mediocre quarterback. Both of them were in the top seven wide receiving yards last year. With Jameis Winston. I don't... uh, I'm not super anti-Jameis. Because it's better... He was better this year than he was every year before. But it just wasn't good enough. It's not good enough for me. Franchise tag him if you're going to do anything, Tampa Bay. If you need one more year for him to prove himself, go ahead. But it's not good enough for me. If 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 you think that him and Arians just need one more season to to really take over and get the turnovers down and and, and get right on the decision-making. Because he's got the pieces. He's got the pieces. He's got good running backs. A lot of people don't like Ronald Jones and Peyton Barber. I don't mind them. They're grinders. I'd franchise tag him if I was Tampa Bay. That is only if I had the utmost, uh, utmost faith in him. Number 15, here we go. Phillip Rivers, quarterback for... Well, former quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers, 38 years old. I think he is retiring. I think, I I mean, you could see Miami picking him up for a final year. I know he moved back to Florida uh, to his home, shipped his whole family out there. So maybe he goes and plays for the Dolphins for a year uh, just to run out the clock on his career, play another season or play another two until the Dolphins get their quarterback of their dreams. But, I mean, he's not staying with the Chargers. And he's got to find a way if he wants to keep playing to keep playing. But I don't think he was that good this year. I don't think – I think he's slowly devolved. And I know that the Chargers – I saw the stat. They would have made the playoffs if their – every score of their game was flipped. Or every – it was one-point games or one-score games. If every one-score game was flipped – then they would have been in the playoffs. That's how close all the games were. So he's definitely competitive in a hard division. But that doesn't matter because wins are wins and losses are losses. And I think he kind of stopped finding the way, or the team and the organization stopped finding a way to get those wins with him. So maybe Miami picks him up. Maybe. Maybe Jacksonville picks him up. Maybe. Maybe Tampa Bay picks him up. Maybe. But I don't, I don't, I don't know if he should keep playing. If he wants to, he definitely can. Number 16, Jack Conklin, offensive tackle for the Tennessee Titans. Only 26 years old, everybody. 
and he is one of the key reasons that the Titans were so good on this ground the ground this year and I get it. Offensive lineman, not a flashy free agent signing, but if you found something where you have an offensive line that's paving the way for the the leading rusher in the NFL and the rusher that had 1,200 yards in his last eight games or something stupid like that, and he was one of the big reasons why they continued to go into the playoffs and go deep, then you keep that offensive line together. You didn't see Dallas shipping everybody out after they were free. Just no, you re-sign them. You keep those offensive linemen there. You keep them happy. And he's only 26 years old. I mean, these offensive linemen, they're learning how to treat their bodies right. And Andrew Whitworth is, is so old, but he has been a very successful offensive tackle rebounding in Los Angeles with the Rams. I mean, no one expected that from Whitworth. I mean, he was with the Bengals for like 11 years. No one expected him to go there and make a Pro Bowl two years in a row with the Rams. But he did it. Because in the NFL, when these guys really become matured and they're men at their position, they just understand how the game works. And that's how they do. You could have Conklin there for another 10 years. He could be the next next Bruce Matthews for you. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. But all I know is that you see a pattern where the Titans running game was so good this year. How do you not keep that? How do you not keep that? I keep Conklin. He is one of the necessary returners for the Titans. Number 17, Austin Hooper, tight end for the Atlanta Falcons, 25 years old. And if you don't know anything about me, I am an Atlanta Falcon fan. I like Austin Hooper. I do. I think he is a good. I think he is a good, good tight end. I don't know if he's elite. I don't know if he's asking for elite money. I think uh, one of the biggest comparisons is do we keep Devondre Campbell, the outside linebacker, or do we keep Austin Hooper? Keep Hooper over Campbell, please. Hooper made the Pro Bowl this year. He was phenomenal for the tight ends. Dirk Cutter runs a tight end-based system. We get it. I hate Dirk Cutter, but it's fine. If you have something that's working, Atlanta, get your heads out of your asses and keep him. Campbell's getting old. The one thing that was really good about Campbell when he came out of Minnesota in like 2014 was how fast he was and how athletic he was. He's getting older. That means speed is going down. He made some good plays for you late down the stretch. Doesn't matter. Keep Hooper. He's 25. He can be a very good tight end. He was better. He's a better tight end this year than Jacob Tammy ever was in Atlanta. He's a better Jacob Tammy. You need that. Number 18, Hunter Henry, tight end for the Los Angeles Chargers. 25 years old, same situation. Here is your franchise tight end. Here is a guy that can make plays for you. You just uh, Antonio Gates just announced a retirement out of the blue when everyone else thought he was retired, but Hunter Henry has been the one seed there for a little bit, for a while. So just keep him. For, if anything, don't, don't, you don't need to sign him to a, a, a seven-year extension. Put him on a two-year. I think Hunter Henry is worse than Hooper, so Henry shouldn't be getting more than Hooper. He hasn't really proven himself a lot. Number 19, Dante Fowler Jr., off, uh, outside linebacker for the Rams. 26 years old. He's only 26 years old, and he just had a very, very good year for the Rams. Dante Fowler Jr., I know you re-signed him to a one-year uh, last year also. If you like him, keep him. If you don't, he'll go somewhere else. I'm sure you can find somebody in the draft to fill in, or you can find somebody else in uh, free agency, like, oh, maybe Bud Dupree, outside linebacker from Pittsburgh, 27 years old. 
Maybe you like Bud Dupree more than Fowler. I mean, these guys, these two teams could just be making a straight-up trade for these jokers. They're about the same. I know Pittsburgh fans are really in on Bud Dupree. I don't think Rams fans are as in on uh, Dante Fowler Jr. I really like both of them. I think both of them are good, but I wouldn't be breaking my back to sign these guys to six-year extensions, six-year contracts. Maybe four, maybe three, but not six years. If they're asking for that, they're probably asking for too much. Well, that'll do it for the show, everybody. Thank you all for listening if you've made it this far through and you enjoyed what you heard in this type of solo show. Please feel free to give me feedback or give Joe feedback as we are both looking for that along this process of developing our content. You can follow me on Twitter at SeanAnderson65, Joe on Twitter at Joe DeLeon. As always, thank you for tuning in to Get to the Point. Feel free to share this with your friends. Feel free to tell your friends this show sucks. And I'm going to be doing my own sign-off in tribute to Mr. Jim Bowden. I'm glad you all got to see me today.